Hey, Kate. Yeah? Do we give legal advice on this podcast? Oh, gosh, no. Hostile work environment. Exactly. Hey, an appropriate workplace topic. Hostile work environment. I'm the human resources director. Little Miss Hostile Work Environment. Oh. oh, but I do see. There we go. There we go. Hi. Well, that was an interesting start. Welcome to the Hostile Work Environment Podcast. My name's Mark Alifans. I'm here as always with Kate Bischoff. Kate, we just had a really weird thing when we tried to start recording, and that's yes. why we're already punchy. How are mm-hmm. you? I am okay. It is Wear Orange Weekend, which is a weekend that all the um, gun reform groups, including the one that I spend a lot of time with, Moms Demand Action, are wearing orange for gun reform awareness, gun violence prevention, and honoring victims and survivors of gun violence. So I've been busy running around wearing orange all the day. That's great. I need to get myself some orange. I actually looked this morning and didn't have any. Uh, oh. That was because I was going to try to impress you, um, being like, "Hey, look," um, because because you and I are 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 birds of a feather when it comes to uh, our positions on gun violence and guns mm-hmm. in general. Uh, but uh, I I'm like lacking in orange as a wardrobe. Um, I can have a button down shirt, but I don't really feel like wearing yeah, that yeah. on the weekend. So no. anyway, um, I that's that's awesome work and. Uh, I'm glad that you're doing it. Thank you. Uh, how are you? Just fine. Just fine. You know, uh, work is busy. Weekends are busy. You know, stuff is busy, but it's better. You know, I was complaining about this the other day to somebody, and it's like, you know, I complain no matter what. So, you know, when I, <laughs> when I, when I wasn't busy, I'd be in panic and, like, worrying about my, my life and my career, and will anybody mm-hmm. ever call me again? And now that I am busy, it's like, uh, I don't like working that much. <laughs> so, you have to find a happy medium, Mark. There's a happy, happy medium. There, there is, and and I think it's I think it will come in the next couple of months. I'm still working two jobs right now, so it, <laughs> it, it, it it's you know it can be a little bit of a of a time crunch at times, and then and then, you know it's feast or famine. But yeah, I, that's I get part it. part of part of what we signed up for. So, uh, but yeah, so otherwise do you, fine. I, I, do you want to talk about a famine for just a quick moment? A famine. I mean, I yeah. I, Can you imagine how hard it would be to feed your family if you hadn't had a job because you were fired for racism? Oh, that's quite a famine. <laughs> yep, yeah, can't make any money, so uh, can't get hired because you know the Google. When somebody Google's you, they find out about the thing you did, the yes. racist thing you did. You know. Yes. So you know what the alternative is then is to sue the people who fired you. Yeah, because suing gets you money too, just like working. Yeah, and filing so, a lawsuit is just like work. <laughs> There's no ethical obligations or anything oh, like whatever. that. Such a mm-hmm. this is America. So, <laughs> so we're talking. If you can't haven't figured it out already, we're talking about Amy Cooper, the bird watching dog-choking woman in New York who, when a black man asked her to put a leash on her dog, she engaged in some really racist behavior, including telling him that she was calling the police 
because she, she felt threatened and using the white tropes as a white victimhood and racism, she eventually loses her job after her professional dog walker says, oh, that's Amy Cooper. She is bringing claims of race and gender discrimination, saying that had this happened to a black or a black person or a male, this would not have happened to her. And that the investigation that her employer did, they had led the press on to believe that it was a thorough investigation. But, you know, they never talked to anyone else who was at the dog park that day. They never asked for any other opinions. And this is what got me roiled yeah, up about I this. I remember. I remember this online. You're uh, absolutely like, right. Like, no. So if you are an employer and you do an investigation – you do an investigation. You don't have to put fancy words in front of the investigation because you don't need to say thorough. You don't need to say fair. You don't need to say full investigation because employers only need enough information to make a decision, not all of the information. A sufficient investigation. Yes. A good enough yes. investigation. Yes. And my my favorite line of yours is that if you already know the facts, you don't even need to do an investigation right. really. Right. I put right? that I put that into my presentations on investigating, right? It's like like if you already know, you don't need to investigate it. Right. And the video spoke for itself. You they yeah. didn't need we didn't need to go into deep dive. So you see the video, you see the incredible amount of social media fallout from her racist behavior, all deserved, by the way. And then you see that they're going to bring charges that the the rescue shelter had taken the dog back temporarily. Like all of those things are like, yeah, we can't have her working for us. Whether it's a public relations issue, which... Yes, definitely public relations issue, but more importantly, an employee relations issue, because if she had any black person working with her, they're not going to think they're going to get a fair shake from her no. and they're not going to want to work with her. And so they had no choice but to let her go. And so, you know, she's starving. She's in a famine at the moment because no one will hire her because they Google her and they find this almost immediately. And so she decides... She's got to feed something, so she'll feed a plaintiff's lawyer. <laughs> Sorry, I'm shaking my head is not good radio. I, I like, like you are already bad. Like, let's just double down on it and 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 prove it to everyone. Like this is it's 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 terrible with absurd yes. built on top of it now, and it's it, right. it, well, it's and just ridiculous. Well, and they decided not to pursue charges. The gentleman in question, he said that he didn't want to bring charges because, he, you know, she he felt that her life had been ruined enough or that she would have learned the lesson. And then here she is suing over it. Like, either one, she didn't learn the lesson or two, she's really desperate for cash and maybe a combination of both of those to get to filing the suit. Yeah. This is not going to help her rebuild her reputation. No. Not even remotely. Like, there's things she could do. To help rebuild yeah. her reputation. Yep. Absolutely. Th th this isn't one of them. Right. So I've got right. another case for you. Yeah. Okay. This one also super duper sad. 
Um, but it is important to talk about because we're in Pride Month. Um, many of you know, I waved my flags. I've made all the rainbow cakes uh, last year during Pride Month, particularly at the end of it when we got the Bostock decision. Um, but there, the Bostock decision might have been a bright line in employment law, but it is not changing how people are treated. And so while the story I'm going to tell you is about a school setting, it does have employment law uh, implications. So a public school teacher is suing his school district because he was placed on leave and, as he says, banished from the school grounds because he refused to talk to a transgender student using the transgender student's names and pronouns. Okay, so he flat out says, I'm not using the pronouns that this child would like to use. And his thought process is that his strong Christian faith drove him to the refusal, insisting that using a transgender student's selective pronouns and names amounts to lying to a child, abuse to a child, and it's sinning against our God. Last time I checked, like, my parents picked my name. It didn't come from God. And so if I wanted you to call me something different, I don't think I was going against God necessarily. Um, So I don't understand the names piece of it at all. And the pronouns piece of it seems to be, like, why do you care? How hard is it to just be (laughs) kind to someone? Yeah. And And especially – especially a transgender child who is taking on one of, I I just can't imagine changing your identity, knowing how you might be treated and being a brave parent to let your kid be who they are. I think it's just, just so cruel. So the school had was in the process of use of creating a policy that would require names and pronouns. Um, that of the child's preference, not of what the, you know, match the biological part of it. Um, And this gentleman has been on paid administrative leave and he's suing to be reinstated and not banished from the school anymore. He wants his job back. He is likely to uh, argue that it was his religion that they're using to terminate him. We'll see. (laughs) <laughs> what happens here? Uh, gosh, I let's I, I I'm I'm both interested and dreading what may come of that um, because it's not his religion; it's his discrimination. Right, and I mean, it's, there were arguments made in the '50s and '60s about how it's against my religion to work with a black person, and that doesn't work. that doesn't fly. <laughs> the problem is, of course, is that the Supreme Court and other courts now are are buying more into this, you know, I'm, my religion dictates that I need to be able to discriminate against people. And my religion takes precedence over, over that, over their humanity, over their Mm -hmm. humanity. And it's a terrible trend, uh, both morally and legally. Mm -hmm. And there's no, there's no ground. I don't believe there's any legal ground to stand on in these cases, but the courts are still finding them because they're, 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 they care more about about backing the Federalist Society and and right wing <laughs> politics and uh, than they do about actually equally applying the law. Right. So 
you know, pride is still protest. We're celebrating pride. I think we're getting to the point where it is really happy and loving and all of those things. I think it's great. It's we still have a ways to go. So, yeah. Bummer of a story. Um, can I ask you a really important question? Sure. Are you able to hear my washing machine dinging in the background? No. <laughs> okay. Because if you did, I'd go and turn it off and take a minute here. No. But since you can't, uh, we'll just press on. Uh, <laughs> yes, folks, we, we have real lives going on in the background. And I have a new washing machine that's right outside the door to my office here. And unlike my old one that would do a little song and then it would be done, this one, it just keeps beeping for like the next 30 minutes. So, which is. In, I think on, that was a purchasing owner operator error. No, I, on balance, I think it's a good thing because if I forget, <laughs> like, and I don't hear it the first 10 times, maybe the 11th time I will. <laughs> but when I'm recording a podcast, it's, you know, maybe I shouldn't have run the laundry when I was getting ready to talk to you this morning. But, you know, time is awesome. limited. So, all right. Um, those were two uh, very interesting stories. I have some, I have three more stories to talk about today. Sweet. Uh, some of these are, are user submitted. And of course, I don't know that I'm going to be organized enough to flip between my mail and who sent them and the way I've got those organized. So uh, I apologize for, for those who I may not uh, give credit to for sending these to us. Um, the first one, uh, I first saw this uh, on a Facebook post from my, our, our, my wife's friend, Sarah, my friend too, uh, who has submitted several stories to us over the last few weeks. And this, uh, I believe you said that you'd seen this as well. This relates to a, a particularly interesting uh, job posting that was oh. online uh, okay. for Goods Candy Shop. <laughs> I'm just going to read it to you because, because I, have you read the whole thing? I think I've seen parts of okay. it. So, And I know that I passed it on, so I'm excited to hear your Dramatic reading. Yes. Okay. So um, we are getting close. This is a Facebook post for Goods Candy Shop. We are getting close to candy ice cream Librium. I, I don't really know what Librium is. Is that? I don't know what that means. Um, I'm already in one line in. And I'm already struggling with it. Positions available, full or part-time. Customer greeting and service. Ice cream cake decorating and other ice cream duties. Other? Uh, whoa. Whoa. Is okay. it eating the ice cream? Because I still may be able to overlook everything else if the duty is eating or, or tasting. One of my kids, one of my kids, uh, you know, when you asked her when she was like seven, what what job will you do you want to have? She'd like list off a whole bunch of, of like, you know, a writer, you know, a fireman, mm -hmm. you know, but then she'd be like, ice cream taster. And oh, I'm like, yeah. that is I that's the job for me. I'm 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 with her. All right. Um, and then packaging is the last job. If any of these sound good to you, our starting wage is $11 per hour. Apply at the shop. Working okay. for goods is fairly easy. As long as you work hard, be nice. This is our motto. I've seen every kind of human being in my 40 years in business. I pretty much know within an hour what kind of employee or if an employee or if an employee, someone is going to be, there's some wording issues there, but I, I know what kind of employee you're going to be, uh, is what okay. he's trying to say. Most interview very well, and it turns out well. Some interview well, and it turns out not so well. I've heard every excuse for not being able to perform here. Every excuse begins with can't, which translates to, I don't want to. Ha! <laughs> 
that the okay. ha the ha is in there. That was not me adding that. Um, okay. Can you imagine saying to your boss after you've read and claim to have understood what is required of you that you can't do it? Why, I would have died before saying that. Ha. <laughs> So oh, so get so off far, my lawn, Grandpa. Mm-hmm. So far, it just sounds like kind of get off my lawn hiring, but I'm, you know, whatever. But okay. then it just this, it just like it's going to sound like this is like complete nonsense. This is how it continues, though. The next paragraph starts. Splitting is a behavior of girls, young mostly, but not always. Usually taught by their mothers. <laughs> this is the person who talks about others in an attempt to split people apart and feel better about themselves. You know, mm. so and so said this about you, and I couldn't believe it. So and so is so stuck up that she thinks she's better than us. And so it goes. This, my friends, <laughs> is poison in action. These misguided gals have no end game. It's just spreading and stirring all the while believing they are innocent. It's such a common thing among girls. Girls. Sorry, that was me adding it. All right, sorry. Couldn't help myself. Uh, This is where toxicity (laughs) and drama find their roots. I'll admit it's hard to deal with. They're very good at what they do. Many times they are good workers, which is even more frustrating. I can also say with certainty, there is no cure. I've tried Mm. over the years, but they can't fix what they don't believe to be true. They deny it 100% of the time. They call it helping. Boys. Okay. Boys. Let's talk about boys for a second. Boys seldom practice this. They just (laughs) duke it out. Ha! Ha! Oh, no, don't encourage duking it out. Okay. Like, but that's all we have to say about boys. It was just those, like, eight words. Um, (laughs) If a splitter can recruit, which is one of her tools, she feels vindicated. If she can't find someone to join her, she will leave. You ready? So that's splitters. (laughs) We're ready to talk about pukers Uh now? Oh, for sure. Pukers are those we know. And just like splitters... We all know one who approach you daily, dump their stuff on you, and then go about their business. All they want to do is complain about their stuff to someone who will listen so they can feel normal. They walk away, and each time you are left holding this bag of puke, they feel great, and you feel, well, like you've been puked on. Which doesn't, I, I'll just interject, it doesn't, like, if you get puked on, then you're not really holding the bag of puke. No, no. So well, I, I mean, you could have done a poor job and got I suppose, I suppose maybe you tried so. to gather the puke, and some of it's in the bag and some of it's on you. Um, so anyway, they, they feel like you've been puked on. They are exhausting. If they make it so far as it reaches me, I free up their future. Most most of the time, our culture will drum them out. If they can't find reception of their poor behavior, they move on. On the other (laughs) side of this are the wonderful people we have in our employ. Everyone works hard. Everyone is friendly. They either brought the tools with them or learned our way of doing things. 
When they hit on what we do, it's a very rewarding things, thing to see. It's the most joyful experience I have here. Uh-huh. If you enjoy being your best, Goods <laughs> is for you. Signed, Randy Good. And Randy, you know, he's been reading Canned Soup for the Soul. And he, you know, feels like he understands the world. And is a, probably a pretty ungreat manager. Not great. Well, yeah. And um, maybe has a problem with women. Yeah, just a tish. And also... <laughs> you know, hasn't had trouble finding people to work for him for a while. And maybe he deserves to struggle with recruiting a little bit so he can learn how it's supposed to be done. So tens of thousands of Facebook (laughs) users responded to this post. And according to the Newsweek article I'm looking at, most of the responses were negative is what it says. My, one of my Mm -hmm. favorites is the first one that showed up when I was looking at it. Um, from a commenter, Jessica Swinford. Sheesh, I think we deserve $11 an hour for the time it took to read that. (laughs) Some people were never taught the thumper way. If you can't say something nice, say nothing at all. Uh, So the fallout from this has been significant and I think not undeserved. Um, He, uh, so this was in Indiana, I should say, Anderson, Indiana, uh, and he announced that he is selling his business as a result of the fallout <gasps> from this. Uh, effective, the store is for sale effective immediately. I've been at this for 40 years. Perhaps folks are right. I'm out of touch, he said in a statement. He's owned the oh. shop since 1992 um, and said he wrote this because um, he just disapproves of laziness and tardiness uh, and splitting. So, <laughs> I've uh, never heard of that term. Before. I've never heard it either. Or puking Maybe in that. Because we, yeah, I've heard verbal diarrhea, but yeah. I haven't heard. I haven't heard that. But the the indictment of teenagers, I think, is a big part of that. So, so he did. Who I would be imagine who would be slinging ice cream for him. So he's since um, taken down the Facebook page, but he did, ret- you know, try to defend his remarks. And then he also wrote a post in which he said, I wish to begin with an apology. As, as you may know, there have been things typed into this page that is difficult to read, but not for me. I'm sorry for the language folks have placed in their comments. It's just awful. Uh, <laughs> I'm sure. Anyway, he goes on. We've already spent enough time on this, uh, but uh, yeah, he's selling his shop and um, good. Uh-huh. Goods. Yeah, it's probably a good thing. Yeah. Good for goods. All right. Moving on. Hey, I think you'd also said when we were talking ahead of time that you had seen the reporting uh, about the paralegal yes. and the El Paso Zoo. Yes? Yes. Yes. This is, I like, I, first of all, the woman had to be drunk. Like, so tell the story. And uh, I mean, <laughs> she's high, she's drunk, she's logic impaired. Okay, so there's My an position. Instagram video of this. You can find it online of a woman at the El Paso Zoo climbs over a fence into the monkey chamber 
And in like the water area, like there's a little waterfall and she's like half wet. Like she's like up to the waist in the water, um, starts feeding, trying to feed a couple of monkeys, some, some, something. Hot Cheetos. Well, well, I was going to say, I was going to read the article. Yes. So it turns out it was Cheetos. Um, so uh-huh. after reading this this article from the Washington Post, after hopping a fence and traipsing through a moat, the woman was within <laughs> inches of the spider monkeys at the El Paso Zoo. <laughs> Positioning herself against a rock inside the exhibit, she reached towards the animal and offered them a snack. Cheetos. <laughs> she wore a smile as she crossed back through the moat and out of the enclosure. The unidentified woman's rendezvous inside the exhibit was captured in a video <laughs> shared Saturday on Instagram. In the clip, other zoo visitors stared and someone giggled as the intruder approached the monkeys. This totally is unfortunate. Yeah, no, I'd be giggling and like, what? what? Like, <laughs> Somebody this, find a keeper. <laughs> right? Like, yeah. Uh, this is unfortunately real, read the caption of the post. Zoo <laughs> officials... Uh, found out about the video soon after it was shared. Um, uh, zoo director uh, described the woman as stupid and lucky. <laughs> and El Paso police are looking into it, but say no arrests have been made yet. The woman uh, and the monkeys, whose names were Libby and Sunday, uh, apparently were not harmed. Uh, but the zoo director said it could have gone differently. He noted that primates have canine teeth and can be aggressive when their territory is invaded. It's like someone yeah. coming to your house at three in the morning and breaking in. It's not going to be a pleasant reaction you get. Zoo staff members weren't yeah. sure whether the monkeys ate any of the Cheetos, but they couldn't find any in the exhibit. So my assumption is yes. Yeah, oh, they totally ate the Cheetos. As the video gained traction online, and here's where it actually has some relevance for our podcast, <laughs> uh, people who recognized the woman called the zoo to identify her Uh and the zoo reached out to her employer, the Lovett Law Firm, where I believe she was a <laughs> yes. paralegal. Uh, yes. And by the Monday after this happened on a Saturday, and I, what was the date on this? This was uh, about a week and a half ago. Yeah, um, I would say mid Or two weeks, two, uh, no, was that last weekend? Yeah, whatever. Uh, as we record <laughs> this, it uh, doesn't matter. Uh, by, by the Monday, they'd fired her. Uh, the law firm said, uh, we absolutely do not condone this irresponsible and reckless behavior. We support the El Paso Zoo and our thoughts go out to the spider monkeys, Libby and Sunday, and hope they will recover (laughs) from this very traumatic experience. I I think it's traumatic eating Cheetos. So I'm there. (laughs) A lot of people love them, but I I love my Cheetos, but I just, I, you know, uh, you know, maybe that's a little over the top language there. But uh, totally legit firing, I think, uh, yep. when you an employee publicly does something that so clearly flouts standards and rules, how can you trust that they're going to do that working for you in a law firm? I, I, you know, right. so it, 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 you can absolutely fire somebody for engaging in this kind of behavior. Uh, in any event, uh, you'd think that that would be the end of it. Nope. It's not. So a couple of days later, uh, I found uh, an article here. Uh, what is it? This is a, from a Dallas-Fort Worth um, TV station, news station. Uh, the woman, and uh, so here the article begins. The woman caught on video trying to feed spider monkeys after climbing into their closure at the El Paso Zoo has a new job. 
Yay! The woman. She's not going to be suing later, maybe. The woman, identified by her new employer only as Lucy, was fired from the Lovett Law Firm following the incident. Mark Davis, of the law office of Mark T. Davis, not only Mm -hmm. hired her according to a post on his Facebook, but he really let her former employer, Rob Lovett, of Lovett Law Firm, have it. (laughs) Davis went in hard, publicly shaming Lovett, accusing the Lovett Law Firm of having a cancel culture attitude, social media virtue signaling, and punishing their best employee for something she didn't do on company time. Okay. Well, so in the states that have an off-duty law, it's you can't get fired for doing things off-duty, provided what you're doing is lawful. She was not doing anything lawful. So even in states that had the protection, she could still be fired. What a stupid law anyway. But (laughs) minimizing what the zoo said was a very serious offense, one that could have left Lucy and or the monkeys harm. David continued his tirade. You turn viciously on a single mother, take away her livelihood and attack her on social media because she what? Gave a monkey a Cheeto? (laughs) She climbed a fence. Waded through a moat, which I hope somebody uses my name in a sentence, Kate, waded through a moat. I Like, I hope that happens sometime in my life. But waded through a moat and then reached out to give a wild animal an orange puffed plastic food. Like, I, I don't get it. <laughs> I, I mean, this wasn't like, this is a funny, but not super interesting employment story until I found the follow-up, right? <laughs> Which, like, another law firm, like, shame. This is not cancel culture. No. 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 And you know what? Sometimes cancel culture is just fine. Thank you very much. Cancel culture is speech with consequences. Right. That's not a bad thing. Consequences are good. Accountability culture, people. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So anyway, (laughs) uh, maybe that's the end of it. The shaming going back and forth. It's, it's. That was just you know absurd. What I, what I think, I think Mr. Davis of the T. Davis law firm needs to set some money aside in a form of a benefit for her for when she tries to give the elephant a funyun at the next <laughs> time she visits the zoo. So just just put it in your in your side as a benefit. Elephants like, love funyuns. Elephants love funyuns. <laughs> Come mm-hmm. on, the new HSA. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, I'm going to wrap us up today with a f- fun tidbit. Uh, our friend Aaron Weiss uh, sent us on Twitter, and I believe I'd seen this before. This comes from a Twitter account. Of course, the, the screen is not. There we go. <laughs> Vintage Oddities by Monsieur Pompier is the Twitter okay. account, um, who seems to post all sorts of like interesting, weird, vintage articles and items that are found uh, on the internet. And I actually think I've seen this particular thing before years ago, uh, but it's no less interesting or fun now. We've never talked about it. And again, this this is from a newspaper, it looks like, an old, 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 like, you know, I don't know what the era is. There's no date. There's no identification on this uh, article okay. about about when or where, but 
maybe we can try to make some guesses based on the content. So <laughs> the headline on this article says, why they say they were fired. The reasons assigned by those who comprise this week's contributions to the fired column are as follows. Yay. Okay, so, <laughs> so apparently whatever publication this is used to have a fired column where people would write into the newspaper and explain the reason why they were fired. And then the newspaper would keep a tally. <laughs> so, Kate, we're going to walk okay. through this. I'm interested for your feedback on these. Uh, some of them are pretty clear. Some of them are a little less clear and can be interpreted. Uh, are they legal reasons to fire someone? Or are they good reasons to fire someone? Uh, and the very first one, I think, is pretty easy. Uh, drunks. Yes. Eight you people fire were fired for drunks. Okay, yeah, don't drink on the job unless you're drinking responsibly on the job. Okay, number two, four people said this, swelled heads. <laughs> Is that a disability? You know, uh, <laughs> I don't think in the way they mean it, but I, you know, it's it's not entirely clear, but I'm, I'm reading that okay. as large ego. <laughs> yes, large egos, perfect way to go, uh, yes. but swelled head as a disability, no, not a great way. Uh, four people said carelessness. They were fired for carelessness. Seems legit. Me. Yep. Three people said they were fired for labor troubles. Ooh. Yeah, so that's what's a... unclear to me is where I, was I having trouble performing my labor? Okay. Mm -hmm. Or was I agitating on behalf of labor? Not, Not okay. okay. Or was I giving birth? Not okay. Not okay. Yes, thank you. <laughs> uh, four people gave the reason loafers. Oh, lazy. I, they were lazy as opposed to their shoes. Yeah, the, the deck shoes. I called something so loafers, deck shoes the other day, and the person like lost their shit about the fact that I called them deck shoes. It was, I thought it was hilarious. Yeah. Um, but, one person was fired because they told a ghost story. <laughs> was it a racist ghost I, story? I, I have three words. Told ghost story. <laughs> I mean, it's not improper. Not on its face, no. On its face. Um, one person said boss dishonest. So they were fired I because fired because my boss was boss dishonest. Lied? I think that's implying my boss lied about something I did. Okay. Maybe. I don't know. Uh, two people were fired because they made blunder. Seems <laughs> legit. Yep. Uh, well, if it's, it's a, if they caused an accident or, you know, right. they, it was an accident accident. If the blunder is their injury, then Then no, you could have okay. a potential issue. Yes. Right, but you know, there have been many cases where somebody's made a blunder, and it was like, "Oh yeah, that's time to go." Uh, three people said late to work. That that that's a that's that's timeless. Yeah, being late time, to work, timeless for a position that requires you to be there on time. Right. Let me put it that way. Right. Uh, one person said. Used wrong photograph. I can't even imagine what that one's talking about. <laughs> oh, I hope it's a photo editor at a magazine, right? Where they're talking about like blue chairs, and somebody's got a the 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 police tape from like 
last night's events. Yeah. Right. Uh, one person fired, jested about boss. Oh. So I was telling jokes about boss my boss. Was, yeah, too sensitive of a boss there. Not good. Uh, this one, I have no idea. And two people said it. Other fellow had pull. Oh, okay. So it's a cat's paw theme, right? Like, oh, oh, another else. person convinced them to fire me. They had pull. Yeah, they had pull. That's where I get that one. Okay. It's not probably about a kitchen store where there was the other person had a pull. No, not that kind of pull. Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Uh, one person said started false rumor. <laughs> okay. Totally legit. Legit. <laughs> now here's one again. I'm not sure how to, how to read this. Three people said they were fired. And the reason is played races. So it could mean like I played a race card or I was saying something about race or. Yeah. I went to the races. And I bet on the I went on and bet on horses while I was supposed to be at my job. Yeah. See, I get a lot of handbooks that have like the 37-point list of all the things that employees can do bad. And gambling is almost always on that list, even though I'm trying to convince the client to get rid of the list in its entirety. But gambling is on that list a lot. Yeah. So if that's what it's talking about, eh, probably legit. Okay. Yeah. Um, here's one of my two favorites. One person said they were fired because they mixed coffin plate and wedding ring. <laughs> yes, that's going to get you fired. Every and time. A mortuary, yeah, a mortuary slash bridal suite. That's one hell of a business where you could get those two things confused. Right. Uh, you know, one, one person <laughs> said fired, boss killed himself. <laughs> so it was a layoff. It was a layoff. Yes. <laughs> Or, or, or if the boss is the is the owner, right? I mean, we all got laid off because the boss killed himself. Oh, I'm so sorry. I should not be making that joke, but there you go. One person said revealed office secret. Okay, <laughs> so I, boss says don't tell anybody about this, and you go and you know I went and told everybody. Well, you're fired. Yep. yep. Um, <laughs> here's here's a good one. Uh, one person fired because he advised fellow to ask for more pay. So I I oh. told Kate to go ask for more money. Kate told the boss that I said it, and they fired me. Yeah, that one is a definite no-no in many, many states right now. Yeah. Many. Don't, do, don't fire somebody for that. One person was fired because of the washwoman objected to her. <laughs> That's another got pull one. Yeah. Right, what the washwoman says goes. So... <laughs> One person was fired because too good for job. Oh, that's that's the compassionate termination. You're just too. You're good just to too be here. good to be here. I'm just gonna take all your money from you, right? No more money for you. Uh, one person uh, fired because they were impudent to a customer. <laughs> what was the customer looking for? Was this a fertility clinic or what no? Was not the impotent. Customer? Not impotent. Impudent. Oh, I. So oh, rude. I heard impotent. No, 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 no. <laughs> Impudent to a customer. So they were rude to a, a customer. One person okay. fired impudent to employer. I was rude <laughs> to my boss. That's totally okay. That's a good term right there. One person fired 
because they gave boss bad advice. <laughs> People should be able to make mistakes. Depends right? on how bad the advice was. Right. Well, it might have been like, go rob that that yeah. store. Uh, yeah. Just take all of the marketing budget and go to the strip club. Right. Yeah, That's okay. bad advice. It, it is bad advice. Um, <laughs> and the very last one. Fired because refused to marry boss's sister. <laughs> That's that my favorite. Yes, that would be marital status discrimination in, what, 15 states? Uh, so, mm-hmm. Depending so, on what state you're in, you might be protected. So that's, uh, I don't know if that gives us any indication about, about the time frame in which this may have come about. Uh, I'm sure, <laughs> I'm guessing if I Googled more and, and was less of a loafer myself, uh, maybe I could find more information about this, but I haven't tried. I just thought it was funny to read. And no, that is funny to read. The, the impudent word suggests it's from a ways back, but uh, yeah. That was fun. Those are good terms. Right? And and just interesting societally to look at that and be like, huh, this is what people are writing into the newspaper about reasons they were fired. And my guess is a lot of these would not at the time have caused people to laugh like we're laughing now. But right. either because right. they're anachronistic or, or for whatever reason, uh, you know, mixed coffin plate and wedding ring. <laughs> okay. Uh, but maybe that meant something. More mm-hmm. to people uh, whenever this came out. I mean, I'm going to guess this was early, early 20th century. Uh, yeah, 1910s maybe. Third. Well, I I would even go. I would go earlier than later than that. I should say later, like 40s. I, w- I wonder just but, because the the um, NLRA had was put in place in the 30s, uh, and some of these yeah. would have been just clearly not okay. Which doesn't necessarily mean people weren't doing them and or cared about anyway. it. Uh, but I, w- I was thinking this was teens or 20s is my guess. But who knows? If any of you know, <laughs> uh, feel free to shoot us a note. Um, I, a slow week in terms of, of folks sending us stuff again. So uh, <laughs> please please send us things. Uh, we are at hwepodcast at gmail.com. Uh, we love your stuff. Ask, you know, ask us questions. We haven't gotten any questions mm-hmm. from anyone. What, you know. What, what do you want to know about? What do you want us to talk about? Uh, we love telling the stories. It's what we've been, really been doing mostly lately. But uh, mm-hmm. there's no there's no fixed uh, agenda or style here that we need to. We are a freeform podcast that just happens to have the same form every week. But we're more than happy <laughs> to do other things. Uh, but we do want more interplay with you, our listeners. HWEpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, Kate, how can people reach you? Assuming you survive the, the heat, the Minnesota heat uh, yeah. this week. Oh, it's so hot. Uh, it's assuming I survive, which is touch and go. Uh, you can find me on Twitter, K-A-B-I-S-C-H. Or you can find me there on Instagram, too, in that same one. You'll see all the baking that I've been doing. Lots of cupcakes around here. Yummy stuff. Uh, and and then, and then LinkedIn or even on my firm's website, thrivelawconsulting.com. All right. What about you? Where we can find you, Salad yeah, Pants? You can find me at Salad Pants. That's on uh, Twitter. Also, Instagram. I haven't really ever touted Instagram. I don't have a lot of... Usually, actually, my Instagram is mostly pictures of me wine tasting and looking kind of drunk or having um, kids. <laughs> my kids. Not drunk kids. Um, but, yeah, like I take pictures of wine tasting or... Uh, so, after wine tasting, do you stop by a zoo to test out Cheetos? 
Typically, no. No. Okay. Um, I'm still convinced the Lucy paralegal is, uh, she was drunk or high, one of the two. I mean, it's a good explanation, but I just also think that it's quite possible that we are just in a time where people just, there's like boundaries don't exist anymore for some things, for some people. Maybe because we've had so many boundaries this past year already that now we're ready to fly free. Right. I've been locked in my house for a year. I'm going to go into the freaking monkey pen, mm-hmm. even with the moat. I'm going to wade <laughs> through the moat, and I'm going to feed them Mark. some fucking Cheetos is what I'm going to do. Mark in a moat. Yep, I see it now. <laughs> okay. Well, have a great week, everybody. We'll see you and talk to you soon. Bye, everyone. Bye.